Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode, the inaugural episode of the Omega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri. You know me from the Champions Cast over on ZeldaDungeon.net, and I am joined by my friend and co-host. You know him as Rapture. He is a online esports commentator. I know him as Dak. How you doing, man? Hey, Andy. Thanks for having me on. I like I've said before we even started recording this. I'm super excited to be on the show and talking about Metroid. So glad to be here with you. And yeah, let's get started on this. Uh, thanks for having me. I cannot wait. This has been. I mean, we've been talking about this for yeah, a while now. God, it seems like forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously, if you've ever listened to the Champions Cast, you know that I'm a big Metroid fan, and uh, you know I I was just like why does Metroid not have a podcast on the internet? Because I would love to listen to a Metroid podcast. And I went out looking and I'm like, somebody out there has got to have a Metroid podcast that I can listen to. And I didn't find anybody, not a single person had one. So I was like, well, I'll make one. And then when I was looking for, uh, for co-hosts, that's how, that's how Dak and I met. And here we are finally sitting down recording the inaugural episode of the Omega Metroid podcast and this is going to be quite the journey wouldn't you say oh absolutely yeah it's definitely been a long time in the making but I'm always ready to talk about Metroid as much as I do you know some esports stuff on the side I've been playing Metroid for a while and I I feel like I don't have enough people to talk about it so when you're like hey let's do a podcast like yes absolutely this is inject this into my veins I'm ready let's do it (laughs) so uh yeah I'm I'm excited that we're finally getting down to uh sitting down doing this so yeah I'm like I said super excited I feel like I'm gonna say that 20 times more so get ready for that too uh well hey you and me both and you know I feel like it's funny because I feel like Metroid is kind of underrepresented or underappreciated maybe in the Nintendo world. And that translated over to podcasts too. So I was just like, okay, let's do it. If somebody somebody out there has got to be like me and wanting a Metroid podcast. So here we are. This is going to be a weekly show. Uh, we are going to be giving you all the latest Metroid news. We're going to be just talking about different discussion points, what we, what we love about Metroid, what we don't love about Metroid. Uh, we're going to be talking in depth on just a absolute plethora of different Metroid subjects, and we're gonna we're gonna dive in deep. You know, we're gonna be doing things such as talking about our favorite boss battles, talking about the lore behind the Metroid series, which games need to be remade more than others. Um, should there be games starring different characters? Which spinoffs have worked? Which games haven't worked, and why? There is going to be so much ground that we are going to cover that, you know, I feel like, I feel like we've got like a year's worth of content already. So yeah, it, it, this is going to be, you know, you're going to want to hit that uh, subscribe button and check this show out. If you are a Metroid fan, uh, this is going to be the place I think that you are going to want to, to hang out and check out and get your news from. So um, yeah, we are available on iTunes, Podbean, uh, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts, go like and subscribe to the Omega Metroid podcast because we got a lot of good stuff coming uh, down the pipe. And I also feel like I should take a moment and give a shout out to our friends over at the Metroid database, uh, specifically Ryan, a pal of mine. He has graciously uh, agreed to help promote this show, to get this show to the fans like you who are Metroid fans that really just haven't had a lot of podcast options. Um, But you know what? We should also give a shout out to our friends over at uh, Shine Sparkers, who, funny enough, 
have started a podcast since uh, in the time that we we kind of concocted this idea a couple months back. I, what has it been now? Probably almost six months now. Hey, Dad? I, I want to I think it was October around when we started talking. So it might around like four or five months. But uh, yeah, it was around then. And I'm like, I, I, I saw you want to do a podcast. I'm like, I want to talk about Metroid for sure. I could talk about I could talk about just one particular game. You know, for hours, days, I feel like. So I'm like, yeah, let's do a podcast. I'm down. And it, you know, we went back and forth here and there and then finally sit down to do it. And I remember after talking to you recently, seeing that on Twitter, like, you know, I follow Shine Sparkers and saw the podcast. I'm like, yes, more Metroid podcasts. Like, this is great. Like, everyone, we're in another nice golden era, the platinum era of Metroid. More characters in Smash. We're getting more games and more podcasts. Everyone loves that. So I don't know. I was really excited to do this. And, now that we're uh, getting to do it, yeah, I think it's like four or five, and you might be right, six months ago. So it's it's been kind of the 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 stew's been the stew's been brewing for a little bit, but finally it's been <laughs> it's being served. So um, it's gonna be good. So definitely, uh, you know, we want you, of course, to subscribe and listen to our podcast, but definitely check out our friends over at uh, Shine Sparkers. They have a really good show. I think it comes out monthly. Yep. I could be wrong about that. But, you know, more Metroid is always good. Exactly. So check them out. Check us out. Um, and, of course, again, thank you to our friends over at the Metroid Database because, uh, you know, for the last, God, I mean, for the last, like, tw- at least 20 years, they've been, you know, they've been bringing the Metroid news. I remember back when, like, Metroid Prime came out. I went to Metroid Database. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're still in business. They still have just, you know, an awesome community of people. So uh, we do appreciate them. Uh, helping get this show to the Metroid fans, the people that it is intended for. So all that being said, for anybody listening to this show that doesn't know Dak from uh, from his eSport commentary, that doesn't know me from Zelda Dungeon, we thought that we would spend this first episode just telling you guys a little bit about ourselves and uh, our history with the Metroid series, but uh, I guess let's just talk just generally, I guess, about ourselves, what kind of games we like and stuff like that. Um, my name, of course, is Andy Spateri, and I currently serve as the editor-in-chief over of, at uh, ZeldaDungeon.net. I am a massive, massive Legend of Zelda fan. I have two loves in my life. One is Zelda, one is Metroid. My fiance is yelling at me from upstairs, <laughs> so I take it back. I have three loves in my life. Um, but I, you know, I've I've just been a Nintendo fan since I can remember. I have every system. I feel like I've played almost every major game. Uh, video games have just been, you know, since I was since I was old enough to hold a controller, that has been my passion. So uh, and Metroid really was at the at the top of that pack. So um, I'm really really happy to finally be giving back to the Metroid community with this show. Um, I have uh, I have a cat named Zora. You're probably going to hear her jumping around all the time in the background there. So uh, shout out to my cat. Uh, thank you for sleeping right now. Uh, Dak, anything that you want to generally tell the listeners about yourself? Uh, well, after that, I I feel like I should have gone first, man. Are you <laughs> leading in with that? I got to follow up on that act, so that's going to be hard. Uh, <laughs> you really you really set the bar high, man. Um, no, so yeah, I've I've been a Metro fan since I figured out that you can do the up B with Ness in Smash 64 and you figured out that like Samus, there's actually like a body inside the robot. I'm like, Oh my God, that was cool. So that's really when I got into like Metroid specifically, but 
Um, I mean, I've been playing games for a while. Obviously, uh, big into esports. I was casting Overwatch contenders for the past year or so and did a lot of uh, open division and whatnot. And then before that, a lot of uh, Super Smash Brothers I'm involved in the competitive Smash as well in the New York City scene. So uh, you might know me from that. You probably don't. If not, otherwise, uh, well, here I am. How's it going? Uh, I'm Dak. <laughs> and um, you might know me as Rapture. And yeah, I'm a huge Metroid fan. Though I feel like I'm going to, you're going to be like just wowing me with the stuff you might know because I already know you're going to be like a <laughs> supreme expert. I'm a huge Ridley guy too. You might know me from liking Ridley a lot and having Sakurai's like number on speed dial to get him into Smash finally. So uh, that might be something you might know me from. But yeah, I, I'm a huge Metroid fan. I've been playing it since, uh, you know, I, I, Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion were the two games that really got me into Metroid other than, of course, uh, Smash, which is really where I figured out what it was at all. Uh, and once I, you know, I played Samus a ton in Smash 64 too, and I still play her in Smash 64, despite the fact that she has like no combos in that game, which is really bad. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to be doing this and I've been doing, I'm in between games esports wise. I'm looking to do some new stuff this year, but yeah, I've been doing Overwatch for a little bit. I wish there was like a competitive Metroid game that would be bringing, oh, like man. you're talking about how you love, like, you know, you love Metroid, you love Zelda. I love Metroid and esports <laughs> smash and if there was if like Metroid Prime Hunters was was a competitive game like a huge game oh my god I would be I would be in heaven that 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 is actually something I could talk about forever that would be a dream of mine um, and I know that's something we are going to talk about we have so many topics that we're gonna, that we already have planned the ones we have unplanned that we haven't even talked about probably is unlimited but we already have so many things we want to talk about I know one of those things is like what kind of Metroid spinoffs we want we would like like Metroid Prime Hunters two. I'm sorry to get into this so early, but I would love that game, and I could talk about that for hours. But yeah, so that's, it's it's underrated. I right? love Metroid Prime Hunters until like the, I know the Noxus like the the freeze glitch where you shot at the ground, and the shadow freeze glitch was really bad, and that kind of ruined things multiplayer wise. But I loved that game. I played that game. The campaign, sure, in the scale of Metroid games, might not be on the upper echelon, but as a kid, I loved it. I had a great... It was on my DS. I got to play Metro on my DS, man. Like, that was cool. I feel like sometimes we kind of forget, like, things like that. It's easy to look back at it as, like, adults. Like, oh, this game lacked this, lacked that. It wasn't really a Metro game. But I remember as a kid enjoying the hell out of that game and having a great time and sticking my face to talk into that stupid microphone in the middle of DS so I could talk to my, you know, clan game battles clan teammates or whatever and playing, you know, multiplayer games and Metroid Prime Hunters and clan battles and whatnot. And I can barely hear them. Um, you know, playing like Trace and uh, uh, so many good memories of Metro Prime Hunters. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I this is just <laughs> some of the stuff I'm that we are going to be talking this. about on this show. Like, I, I'm ready to I'm go. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean um, to, to get going <laughs> like that. I know we gotta we gotta intro more, but uh, hey, no, that's you know we're gonna this is going to be a, a fast and loose show. We're gonna let the conversation I, yeah. uh, take us where it may. Um, and there is something to be said for a game, for a game like Metro Prime Hunters, maybe objectively. It's not the best, but we don't need to be objective on this show. That's okay. We, you know, we both love Metroid. I think, I think we could see the good in Metroid. I did want to say, I am really glad that you brought up Samus and Super Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. Because that was also my intro into who Samus was. Because when I first played Smash on the N64, um, I was like, oh, sweet. Who is this? Who is this cool robot? Like that was right around the time where I was kind of like transitioning from, Video games were something that I played for fun, 
And the first time I played Ocarina of Time, I was like, man, this is art. Video games are art. And so when I played Smash, I was like, like, who's Ness? Who's Captain Falcon? Who's Samus? And like, that really set me off. So um, th- after I played Smash on N64, I was like, okay, well, I want to play the game that Samus is from. So my dad took me out to find Super Metroid and we couldn't find it anywhere. And so we actually, we hit up this old mom and pop, like, I think it was like a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And this, this place was like at least 10 years old, right? Like, and by 10 years old, I mean like it was living 10 years in the past. Right. It was still renting out super, like super Nintendo games, like had all like the VHS movies for rent so lo and behold, we find Super Metroid. And I was like, oh my God, they're renting Super Metroid. And my dad is just like, hey, can I can I just buy this from you instead of rent it? And this guy, bless his heart, obviously didn't really have a clue what he had. So he's like, okay. So we paid $10, $10 Canadian dollars for Super Metroid. And that was mine. And that was my first Metroid game. And I was just like, this is amazing. Like it, it, was, it was my first um experience with a you know what we know as metroidvania games going left you know usually you go left to right and that's kind of that was kind of that but like this was like back forth up down you you had to really kind of think and man i was just like i was blown away so you know wherever this guy running this this store which i don't even know if it's in business but wherever he is in the world you know i have him to thank for uh, for selling me a dirt cheap copy of super <laughs> metroid yeah, I feel like a lot of people's start from Metroid came from Smash. Like, they didn't know what Metroid was, or they didn't know what F-Zero was, they didn't know what Earthbound was, and they played Smash, like, oh, this character's sick, what is their game, let me play it. Um, that was definitely for me, except, like, my parents weren't about to be like, uh, you know, oh, we're not going to go and get you this old Super Nintendo to play Metroid, You're, you have an N64, that's perfectly fine. But there were no Metroid games in the N64, so I didn't play Metroid, I just played Samus in, in Smash. Um, and I didn't have Metroid 2 for, like, a Game Boy. Um, so I didn't have that, like, go to a cool store and find this, like, oh, cool Super Nintendo. <laughs> like, I actually didn't play Super Metroid until l- way later in my life. Um, I played, like, the Metroid Prime series pretty much throughout and, like, all of that before I ever played Super Metroid. Um, I play oh, I guess, like, Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime Hunters and all around that time. But, like, yeah, I played Metroid Prime and Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion before I ever played Super Metroid, which is why I feel like I like those games more than Super, but that's another thing. But, uh, yeah, so I d- didn't have any Metroid game to play. There was none in the N64. So until I got my GameCube and then, you know, my Game Boy Advance, obviously Prime and Fusion came out, got my GameCube in 2001, a year later, both those games come out in November in 2002. I got both of them for Christmas, though. And I got them both on the same day. I even got the two-in-one, like, Prima Guide. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I feel like a yeah. lot of people had that one. That was cool. And I thought that was the sickest thing. Like, whoa, two two games in one guide? Like, pff, these guys, this is, a, this is a steal. I'm getting two for the price of one here. And it was great because I loved both of those games. I've played Fusion so many times. That's the Metroid game I played the most, actually. Though to be fair, it is oh, it, wow. yeah, it, it is one of the shorter games in the series. But because of that, I was I played it ton and uh, tons and tons of times. Not even for any speedrunning purpose, just because I liked it a lot. Um, and Metroid Prime, I think, might be my favorite Metroid game entirely, if it's if it's not uh, Metroid Fusion. Um, so yeah, I got both of those at Christmas the exact same day. Got the guide. I'm like, all right, well, this game is sick. I love this. I was also big into Halo at the time too, so I didn't have an Xbox, but I did have a GameCube. You know, I didn't have 
you know, all that other stuff. But I did have a, a Game Boy Advance, so I could play both of these games. And I, you know, fell in love with Metroid since then. Got every Metroid game, went back and played all the other ones. Unfortunately, played the newer ones that came out until finally got the new newer ones. <laughs> um, but I stuck with it, you know, and through thick and thin. And yeah, so I, I had I didn't have the same similar trajectory, but I did start with Smash, and then I had to hold it out a little bit because unfortunately, and I feel like this we'll talk about too. You know, there wasn't an N sixty four game uh, for Metroid, which uh, part of me kind of thinks is a good thing, <laughs> but um, again, another thing we'll talk about later. So it's hard for me to imagine how that would have that would have looked or felt but yeah i mean we'll we'll get into that later yeah. it, it is funny to think about like i'm, I'm thinking of like a banjo kazooie level with samus instead and instead of banjo rolling she turns into the morph ball or like mm-hmm. it is weird because like ev- games of that era and the n64 era were so i don't want to say formulaic but they it, it's it's funny to think how metroid would have fit into that yeah I, I see i think it would be more like it would be like goldeneye but if you go back and play goldeneye now it didn't age well at all. Like, we all can all have fond memories of playing GoldenEye in 64. Great game. I love that game growing up. But then if you go back and play that game right now, it's 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 kind of awful. Like <laughs> The controls are not good at all, um, especially compared to what you can do with FPS games nowadays, especially if you play PC, too, and not just console. Um, so, like, I, I imagine that's what I think when I think of, like, a Metroid N64 game. Like, oh, my God. I would play that now, and it would be awful. It's... Metroid Prime kind of got away with not having dual analog controls like GoldenEye did because it had that, like, you know, lock, aim lock thing, mm-hmm, which yeah. GoldenEye doesn't have. So th- that kind of separates it. But I feel like it would probably just be like an inferior Metroid Prime. And I feel like it was probably for the best that we waited and got what we ended up getting, which was really good. Uh, I have something controversial to say, actually. Oh, okay. I, th- I think that Perfect Dark is better than GoldenEye. Yeah, I I don't I you know I've heard that before. I don't, that's not the hottest take, man. That's not the hottest take. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I think well, some people I, would agree I, with I you. I played there. a lot of Perfect Dark. Yeah. Um, it's just man, I love that game, and I actually played it not that long ago, and it it's uh, it still holds up for me. Um, but yeah, so, um, I have a couple actually funny stories to to tell about Metroid Prime and and some of the latter uh, Metroid games. So, I knew that we were you know going to start this this podcast. And so I was like, okay, well, obviously, if we're going to be doing a Metroid podcast, then, you know, we need to be knowledgeable about Metroid and about every Metroid game. And I was one of those guys that when Federation Force was announced, I was just like, no, thank you. So I I never played Federation Force. But so when we started this podcast, I was like, well, you know, I guess I better bite the bullet. So uh, I just I just picked up my copy of <laughs> Metroid Prime Federation Force, which is uh, sitting upstairs ready to be played. So, Oh, not ready to c- collect dust <laughs> like most copies are probably. It'll be an interesting show. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's, uh, I, I already have some thoughts, even having never played it, mm-hmm. about what went wrong with that. Um, but another story that I have about Metroid, which I, I don't know why I remember, but uh, I remember back in, in 2002... And I'm gonna like super age myself here because uh, I'm probably you know I'm I'm in my 30s. So I remember being in high school, and Metroid Prime was releasing in November. Damn, you're in and high school. I was boomer. Yeah, right. I right. Big big Metroid boomer fans out here. Oh man. All right. 
Don't make me say it out loud. I remember I remember both eight year gaps between games. That's how old I am. That's that's crazy. Alright, continue, continue. <laughs> so back in high school, I was uh, uh you know, I was pumped. At this point, I had played Super Metroid, I had played Metroid, and I had played uh Samus Returns, or Return of Samus, excuse me. And I was just like, obviously I gotta get Prime. This looks absolutely amazing. And so I pre-ordered it. And, um, I, and I don't even know how I could do that because I didn't have a job at the time. Maybe birthday money. I'm not sure. But so I pre-ordered it and, uh, the day came when it came out, I think it was like the 18th or something like that. And that was the first period of high school that I ever skipped. <laughs> I, I was like, good reason. I was like, you know what? It's, it's 12 o'clock. I've got a spare. And I think I had like religion class <laughs> <laughs> that afternoon. And I was like, Jesus will forgive me if I play or if I skip this and go play Metroid Prime. So <laughs> I, I played hooky. I went home. I got Metroid Prime, booted it up. It was awesome. I got Fusion for, for Christmas that year. And I don't know why that always stuck with me, why I can so vividly remember skipping religion class back in 2002. But it did. And I'm glad that I did because I, I love Metroid Prime. You said earlier that it might be your favorite. Yeah. I go... I go in between, like I really do. Like I go in between Prime and Super, and I feel like a lot of people do that as well. Um, but like those are just two of the all-time greats. Oh, absolutely. I think in my well, mind. Well, they're very analogous. Like I think Prime and Super are very much a similar game. Just one's 3D, one's 2D. Um, that's why it, for me it's like it's hard to choose between them sometimes because uh, I played Metroid Prime first. I played Metroid Fusion first. So I feel like they're, I feel like whatever game you play first is very often going to be the one that sticks with you the most. Like you played Super Metroid first. Yes. A lot of people play Super Metroid first. It's also, I would think, objectively might be the, the best game in the series. Subjectively, Metroid Prime, Metroid Fusion, I think I would pick above them because of my history with them. And also just I've played them more. I enjoy their like Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion for me take the best parts of Super and then do different things with them. Metroid Prime takes the best parts of or like takes the, the exploration part, the your the the isolation parts of Super Metroid and like really expands on that. Right. And really goes into like all of that. And then Metroid Fusion takes the story really that Super has and all of that and the character development and those kind of elements and does more with it. So that's why I really love those two. It kind of go it's on two different sides of the spectrum and Super Metroid is right in the middle. Um, so it's very hard for me to like pick like what's the best one, which is my most favorite yeah. and all that because they do different things for me. I love all of them the most and that's why I love Metroid as a franchise the most because it has all these games I love very equally and very much a lot and they're all really good games. I, I knew by the end there, my sentence structure is breaking down severely, but it's because I, you know, it's, it is hard to choose. I will say though, Metroid prime, I think does stick with me the most because it's in first person. Um, and I love first person games as a, just as a, you know, a, as a gamer. Um, but so maybe it's different, like a, a different taste, you know, like you grew up maybe in more of an era of like 2d platformers and well, all it's, that. It's kind of, yeah, like it's kind of like I'll, I'll use a I'll probably use a lot of Zelda analogies mm -hmm. on this show. I'm Wait, sorry. what's your favorite Zelda but game? But it's kind of can I can I but it o Ocarina of Time. Okay, it's Majora's Mask for me. And, and that's because uh, Ocarina of Time was my first Zelda. Right. So like when I played A Link to the Past, you know it's a great game, but I prefer the 3D Zeldas. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Super like Super Metroid and Metroid Prime are are kind of uh, in the same category as like A Link to the Past and and Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. You could argue both are objectively the best in the series. And you wouldn't be wrong either argument you make. It's just kind of like what you prefer, yep. like kind of the older school or, or the newer school. Like um, you said that 
that objectively Super Metroid might be better. I don't even know if that's true. Like I, Metroid Metroid Prime is just so. Good. I think Metroid Prime is the. I think if I had like if it was if it came down to it right now, someone burst into my room, and I'm like, you gotta choose right now or the world ends. Super Metroid or Metroid Prime. I'd say Metroid Prime ever easily. So I think I guess it would be Metroid Prime for me. Yeah. Now if I was put in that situation, uh, hypothetical. So here here's a hypothetical <laughs> question for you. Over, over at Zelda Dungeon, when we talk about Zelda games, we have what we call the Zelda scale. And so what that is, is like, we think that every Zelda game, like the worst Zelda game is still an 8 out of 10. Uh. And we rate the we rate Zelda games on a scale in between there. So like the worst game, and I think the worst game is like Phantom Hourglass. So the worst game would be an 8, but the best game is obviously a 10. Do you think that the same thing applies to Metroid or is there more leeway towards the bottom of the Metroid games. Oh, I think Other M is a truly awful game. I'll give that game a 1.5. So, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what that... Every other game other than Other M and maybe Feather, Federation Force to an extent, which is like maybe a 5 or 6 for me. I really don't think it's that bad of a game. It's just not... It's just... Uh, it's just bleh. It's like whatever. It's like... It, it's, eh. it doesn't have to exist. It does exist. Whatever. It's very forgettable. Um, every other Metroid game, I think for the most part, is pretty much up there. Um, you know, if you're rating Metroid and Metroid 2, like the originals... They didn't age that well, but for their time, they were good games. And I think, you know, if you're going to be a little... 100%, yeah. If you're going to be a little, you know, give a little leeway, those games, you know, they didn't age terribly, but they didn't age that great. I'm not dying to go back and play the original Metroid 2 for any any at any time in my life. But that being said, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's... Zelda, I think, overall has... I, I think that scale does work for Zelda, yeah, because Zelda's worst games are still very good games. I don't think I've ever played a Zelda game that was truly, truly, like, bad. I, and I've never played Zelda 2, so I don't know. But I, I've i heard that Zelda 2 is not, like, I don't know. I've heard mixed opinions on the original Zelda 2. Anyway, whereas in Metroid, I think Other M is truly one of the worst games Nintendo's ever made. I really, I despise that game. So, no, I couldn't say that they're, 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 uh, that it's equal there. Dak, I cannot wait. I hate that game. To talk about. I'm already kind of seething, you know, like thinking about it. I know. I, I can I feel you getting it. hot I over hate there. It so much. I really do. I really hate it. I'm sorry. Keep going. I, I don't know that I. I'll, I'll say this. I'll preface my statement with this. It's my least favorite Metroid game. I don't know that I like hate the game. Hates a strong in other word. M. It, like it. I, I don't know that I hate playing the game. How about that? Oh, I but hate I do, playing it. I do hate everything. Like I hate any cutscene. I'm just like, get me out of here. This is not what I want to see from Metroid. And yeah, there's there's a lot of meat on that bone. So like we'll we'll yeah. save that for uh, for an in depth show about Other M. I'm gonna try and play through Other M actually before we do that show because it's been it's been a you few know, we, years. We should do that. We should like do like a stream of that or something and just try to like force or painfully struggle through other m i'm down because i haven't played it since since the few times i gave it a try i'm like oh my god this is uh, yeah i was gonna say awful. i don't think i've played it since it came yeah. out and and what was that like 2011 2010 2011 i think i think it was 2010 i want to say wow um yeah wow and i remember looking forward to that game but i knew i knew something was off i just knew it when it, when it was coming out i was like there's something wrong with this like there's i don't know like I think it was the first time they showed off the first person perspective. The, the cutscene. Yeah. I, well, the cutscenes. I I thought the cutscenes didn't look like 
I was like, okay, I don't know. Maybe he's out of context or whatever. And I remember when I saw the first, like, when one shot where she, like, kicks a Metroid into the air with, like, this crazy kick. I was like, oh, that was sick. Okay. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is great. I was like, wow, Ninja, like, this is, like, Ninja Gaiden, like, Team Ninja. All right, this is, this is going to be, this, this game's going to be sick. And then I remember the trailer where they showed the first person perspective and she uses, like, the ice beam to freeze a monster's arm or something. And it looked so bad and janky. And I was like, whoa, that did not, like, her arm cannon looked really weird and, like, she was like not moving at all, and like the monster look. And I was like, "What is, what is, what is this?" And I'm like, "This doesn't look good." And then we saw more dialogue. I was like, "Bro, what is happening?" But then the game came out, and like you said, another episode for that for sure. Um, but honestly, I think Other M sticks out for me a lot because of the kind of game it is. So it, there are a lot of Other M memories for me. So I can think of a lot of times I've argued with people <laughs> how bad the game is. Um, but I, I, you know, I love it. I can, I can way. appreciate. I can appreciate the experiment. Yeah. And it like trying to do it, but yeah, I I don't think that it hit all the marks and let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um so before, you know, before we dip out of here for our uh for our inaugural episode, I do I have like a weird kind of question okay. for you. What are like your like tell our listeners like basically what they can expect. Like what are your most um interest what are you interested the most in in metroid and i feel like i worded that badly so i'll kind of explain what i mean i i am like really interested in metroid as it pertains to its relationship with nintendo and like all of its other series and why like why it seems to be like hot and cold um start and stop with metroid that that's the most fascinating thing about this series to me um you know i'm into the metroid lore i like that uh, I'm into the the different mechanics about how people can break the game, but to me, just the single most interesting thing about Metroid is how Nintendo views it and how that translates into this sporadic release schedule. And like like that's something that I feel like I want to explore in this podcast and like kind of flesh out and theorize about like why we're getting this. Um, so I guess my my question to you is like like what what kind of draws your interest in the metroid series like what is the thing that like really you know excites you about it um via you know it could be metroid and smash metroid and other media like things in game etc etc um like what about it is interesting to you if that makes sense oh why do i like metroid essentially um yeah i mean i love i love playing the games and the lore and the story and the the setting Uh, i love I really like I love sci-fi first person shooters and and exploration type games and adventure games and platformers that you're just a person by themselves exploring this alien planet or exploring this place you're figuring out what's going on you're going to kill some stuff it's going to be cool you're going to win and it's going to be awesome and I, that's those are the kind of games I always I loved I love Halo I love Metroid I love Doom so those are the kind of games that I grew up playing and, and love and um that's why i care about and like a sequel to fusion coming out because i want to know what happens next to the story <laughs> like i want to know what happens you know i'm excited for metroid prime 4 because the three metroid prime games are some of my favorite games of all time because i love first person shooters i love the story that happens in metroid prime i love the setting of the characters um it is interesting that you said that though you're interested in like the relationship with metroid and nintendo because that's something I'm also very interested in as well. Um, but it is supplementary to me, as is Smash. That Metroid having representation in Smash at all is, you know, very much a bonus for me. Um, I love Metroid for what it is, and uh, I love playing the games. I like I said, I played Metroid Fusion probably hundreds of times. Like I just ran it through because I some there were literally some days where like I just had my Game Boy Advance out, I just run it again and again and again. Even if I wasn't speed running it, I spent a lot of time playing that game or Metroid Prime. 
Um, you know, I, Ridley finally came out in Ultimate, and I, I solo main Ridley. I love I could talk about Ridley. Ridley is one of my favorite characters. I love the Samus versus Ridley. Ridley is my favorite uh, villain in fiction. Um, so that's another reason I love Metroid 2. Um, not Metroid 2, because he's not in Metroid 2, except the remake. I guess, is that spoilers? Like, can we can we say, like... No, no, there's no way that's okay, spoilers. Okay, because I feel like everyone knows by he's, now. He's got a model in Smash Ultimate based off... Okay you know, Samus Returns. Yeah, so I would say, right, because I, I know a lot of people didn't like how Ridley was put into that game. I loved it. I thought it was great. I When I played it, I was like, oh, yes, this is awesome. This is great. You know, this game was missing some Ridley. It really, it needed a little, a little bit of sprinkle of Ridley in there. I was like, mm, mm, <laughs> perfect. Tastes beautiful. I loved it. Delicious. Loved that game. Great game. So, yeah, um, I forgot what what, uh, what we were talking about. But, yeah, that's why I love Metroid. Yes, that's what we were talking about. That's why I love Metroid. All those things that I just said. You know, I'm with you, actually. I loved the ending of Samus <laughs> I Returns. think it's great. I, when I was playing it, I was remembering Zero Mission and how they added in the, uh, the, the, the like, extra content at the end. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm playing Samus Returns, I'm just like, man, I wonder what they're going to do for extra content. Because I was like, there's got to be something, mm-hmm. right? I loved, I loved how the baby Metroid like floated around you and moved with you and like broke down the blocks and stuff yeah. like that. Cause like when, you know, spoilers for super Metroid, but when he dies in super Metroid, like it's, it's pretty emotional because obviously Samus is attached, but I feel like the ending of Samus returns where you actually play with the baby Metroid. I was like, man, this just like, this strengthens that bond yeah. between Samus and this Metroid even further. So yeah, I love that again. Well, this is something that we'll dive uh, deep into you know in, in further shows um but yeah i mean there is just so much stuff to talk about in the metroid universe that uh, you know really hasn't been explored all that much over you know the last 30 years of metroid's existence so you know we're finally here uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into a different topic every single week uh next week we're gonna we're gonna go big we're gonna talk about you know what we want from metroid prime 4 and it uh, doesn't really get much bigger than that so we're going to give you our wish list for that but yeah so this is what you can expect on the omega metroid podcast two guys that love metroid talking about metroid this is for metroid fans this is for fans that you know like ourselves that want metroid content but they don't really get it um you know metroid metroid is niche but there is lots of people like us who love it so you know this is for you uh, we're going to be here every week and we are going to be you know, just doing a lot of really fun stuff. You know, we've said it a couple different times on the show. I'm going to say it once more. Man, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this, and I'm excited for for this ride. Yeah, I think I've uh, I think I got all my excited's out. I think after we I just you know talked about Metroid <laughs> for a half hour. I'm like, all right, cool. I got a little bit of it out of my system. Starting to work. You know, get it. Uh, you know, start letting it roll out a little bit. Feeling pretty good. And yeah, I can't wait to talk about some Metroid Prime Four. I can't wait to uh, do some more episodes. You know, thank you again, Andy, for. Uh, doing this with me and i'm i'm really excited i guess i didn't i guess one more um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to doing this and uh, i hope people are looking forward to tuning in and and maybe even chiming in and getting in part of the discussion and you know talking about metroid because there's definitely metroid on the way there's going to be a lot more metroid to talk about so when news comes out we'll certainly be on that as well and i cannot wait for the rest of what we have in store absolutely and thank you as well Dak. this is going to be uh this is going to be a good pairing i can yeah. i can tell already um and yeah you, you know you said we want people to chime in on the conversation 100 um you know we uh we want you guys to check out the podcast 
over on Twitter. It is Omega Metroid Pod at Omega Metroid Pod. So make sure that you're following that. Um, and then you can check us out as well. We're we're both very active. I am at Spateri316 and Dak is at the Rapture underscore over on Twitter. Um, that's gonna do it for the inaugural episode Woo. of the Omega Metroid Podcast. Woo! Yes. Um, tell your Metroid friends, man. You know, tell them they finally got a fix for all the Metroid news, theories, breakdowns, hot takes, anything like that. You know, spread the word. That's how. That's the best way to help the show out. Uh, this, the other best way that you can help the show out is head over to Podbean iTunes, like and subscribe, you know, leave a review. That would be really appreciated. Um, you know, maybe if you leave a cool review, we'll read it on air and give you a shout out. But, uh, you know, again, this is for all you Metroid fans that haven't had Metroid stuff. Uh, so here you go. And I hope that you like it. I hope that you're with us on this ride. This is going to be one heck of a journey. And uh, I guess all that's left to say for episode one is see you next mission, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs>